prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. What is this? A podcast? There are already so many that go unlistened. Why is there another one? I wonder if it's about anything interesting. Negative, retro gaming software. Well, you know what they say, if you can't beat them, break their spirits so they never try again. Let's run some experiments and see what the limits on the host sanity is. Let's bring in the test subject. I can't use any of this. I can't use any of this for the end of the episode. Why aren't these guys funny? These guys are hopeless without... What? What is this? Some kind of blue circle? Magically appearing on the wall? Hello, friend. Disregard the mystery of the portal that has opened before you and walk through. Uh, a portal? Like the first-person puzzle shooter developed by Valve in 2007 for the Orange Box Collection, which was originally released on the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PC? Yes. Just like that. We even have cake. Come through now or it will go bad and everyone will be mad at you. Ha! <laughs> you can't fool me. I've played Portal a bunch of times and I know that the cake is a lie. Yes. You are, by far, the most intelligent test subject we've had to date. There really is no fooling you. Congratulations. Come through the portal so that our team can admire your intellect and sing your praises. Yes, you are right to celebrate my smartness. I will come and grace you all with my presence. Foolish test subject number one acquired. Foolish? But you you just said... That, like the cake, was also a lie. Oh. Next, you will need a weighted companion cube. This one will do. Hey, Xander. Hey, Glitch. That voice tricked you in here too, huh? Uh, what voice? I saw a portal and immediately thought there must be cake, so I decided to check it out myself. Uh, well, that tracks. Well, we're here now. What are we supposed to do? It's your podcast. Just do what you would normally do and try your best to ignore anything that might go on around you. Those are all part of an unrelated experiment designed to make your podcast better and not destroy your will or sanity. And then cake, right? Dude, of course not. Yes. I'm in. Well, um, all right. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. My name is Xander, and with me this week is my weighted companion cube, uh, The Glitch. Hey, what's up, Xander? How's it going? Uh, it's a little trippy, but uh, yeah. it's it's going okay, I guess. How about you? I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little scared, but uh, let's do our thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, given the circumstances, we should probably talk about Portal. Yeah, let's let's do this. So uh, released October 10th, 2007 mm-hmm. as part of the orange box. Yeah. As we mentioned with GLaDOS earlier, I don't know if she's still around or not, but uh, she said we're, she's going to be working on stuff in the background. So let's just let's just keep going. We'll just keep going. So, uh, yeah, the orange box. Um, Is that when you first played it? That's when I first played it. Yeah, I was uh, a friend of mine had shown me like very early video of Portal, like long before it came out. And I thought it looked really cool and I kind of forgot about it for a long time. And then I started seeing more videos surface for it. And then it said the orange box and that uh, that's something that I got. I can't say as soon as it came out, uh, but I got it that Christmas. 
and i remember um my brother and i both got it for christmas because we uh both had he was like that was like one of the last video game systems he bought um before he had his well no i guess that would have been after he had his kids anyway he got it and uh we actually set up both of our xboxes in his basement and tried to play at the same time that's actually pretty cool yeah because like we were both he i showed him videos of he thought it looked really cool and so we were gonna we tried to play through it and I don't think we finished it, but I think we played through a good chunk of the game together. But like um, me on on my small monitor and him on his big TV over at his house, it was a, it was a fun experience. Yeah. So Orange Box for me, too. That was the first time this was a present from uh, my best my best friend, Dan, who I've mentioned m- many times whenever talking about 360 with the beef hammer. He, yeah, beef hammer. He got <laughs> this for me and nice. he actually sat and watched me play it. He had already played through the game, so he knew all about it. Mm-hmm. And uh I had never heard anything about it. I had heard of Half-Life, mm-hmm. so I knew about the series, but I never played any of it. Um, so this was like a really cool bundle. I mean, honestly, the value was and it wasn't full price, too, wasn't it? When it first came out, I honestly don't remember mistaken. because I want to say it was like a $40 game. I could be totally wrong because, like I said, I didn't buy it. Right. But I could have sworn that it was like cheaper than 60 bucks and it had three fantastic games on it. So it was like a steal. That's why it was like one of the best selling games on the 360. Mm-hmm. But I- uh I legitimately only used it for Portal. <laughs> Me too. I never touched any other ones. I uh, I bought a uh, a Half Life collection uh, on PC, like right after I built my first gaming PC, and I tried to play through the first Half Life, like Half Life Source, and I couldn't get through it, and so I never played any of the other Half Life games. So I'm probably really missing out because everybody seems to hail Half Life Two as this incredible game, but yep, never did it. I was never in the first person games, so like I did play like Duke Nukem and some Doom, but anything in Wolfenstein and any, but anything besides those, I mm-hmm. could never get into it. So like I never did Halo. I never did any of those first person shooters. Gotcha. So like right away off the bat, it wasn't like my thing. But Portal, it's a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I seem to really enjoy puzzle games. I think yep. it's like the third time we've done a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have, but, uh, have the guy have have chops or or I guess they've done Shadow of the Colossus, which is sort of a puzzle game. Oh, I don't even know if I would call that a puzzle game. I mean, I mean, I've never played it, so I just assumed like you had to figure out the puzzle of how to fight the colossi and then take them yeah, out. Yeah, so they they have weaknesses and you have to find the spots. So you wouldn't consider that a puzzle like an action puzzle <sighs> game? I don't know. I that's a stretch for a puzzle game. Okay, well. <laughs> I know Chops but, wanted to do a puzzle quest episode one time, but I think that, but I think that's the only other puzzle game that he may have mentioned. Yeah, maybe you and yeah. I are the only puzzle people. Who knows? I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I think I played it through the first playthrough from start to finish. He watched me the entire time, um, and the game is just so unique because of the fact that it has two portals and it uses like actual physics mm-hmm. in the game. And not to mention that, I mean, the humor is just like the oh, humor yeah, is what draws me back every single the time. The dialogue is so amazing and everything that's hidden within it. So, I mean, like, where do you want to start? I mean, do you want to talk about the history? I mean, this is Portal. We can go back and forth wherever we want, I suppose. <laughs> right. We'll just uh, we'll just find a portal gun around here somewhere and just start shooting around. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, let's let's talk for the for the uninitiated, those who have maybe never played Portal before um, you play as a a silent protagonist named Chell, who I didn't know that was her name until long after I'd finished playing the game. Same. Um, But you are a test subject and you are kind of going through these 
rigorous tests and eventually you get a portal gun uh, that shoots a portal, a blue portal on the wall. You can kind of move through it and uh, play around with that. And then eventually you get the upgrade for the gun where you can then shoot two different portals, the blue and the orange, and then you can the game really starts to open up. And once you get through the 20 some odd trials, you finish the puzzle and you are sent to uh, you are asked to get in the party acquisition position or something like that. I don't remember what the exact dialogue is, but uh, you've been promised cake for completing the trials. And uh, I'm sure the Internet has spoiled this for you. The cake is a lie and you are sent to the incinerator. Yeah. And then your escape begins. And then the, the, the GLaDOS, who is the uh, was it the genetic life form disc operated system? Isn't that what that all stands for? Actually, I don't know what it stands for. I never, I guess I never thought about it. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like genetic life form and maybe disc operated system. Like, so the A is, is, is lowercase where everything else is all capitalized. Um, and she's just tormenting you through the rest of the game. Like, oh, that's like you are adopted and you don't have any friends. So that's funny too. <laughs> <laughs> and just again, just like trying to get you to stop doing what you're doing and you're, you're ruining the trials and all these things. And she's like a sadistic uh, robot in, in the aperture science lab, which is supposedly abandoned for something like 12 years by the time the game takes place or something like that. Yeah. We are the final test subject and all the employees are gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a real goofy, funny puzzle game and I love it. And it gets dark too, because that part you're talking about right before the escape, um, where she essentially tries to kill you. Uh, you know, spoiler, but, uh, did you, did you die the first time you played? Cause I was so mad. I like set my portals up and I went to make the jump and I missed cause my buddy, cause Dan was in there like waiting for me to just be like, Oh shoot, what do I do? Right. And then just die. Yeah. I, um, I think I did the first time. Like I didn't, I didn't realize like, Oh, the walls here are the same as all the other walls that you can shoot portals on. So maybe I'm just mm-hmm. supposed to die here. Maybe this is the end of the game. Right. Cause I think I even looked at the, um, at the achievements for this game and it was like complete all the trials. I was like, Oh, that must be the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think it got me the first time. And realistically, it's only like half of the game by that yeah. point too. Cause there's still so much left in that escape portion of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, she's just like mocks you the entire time through the trials like, oh, you're not that smart. And then once you're through the escape, it's like, hey, let's be friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> like once she realizes you're getting closer, it's like, oh, maybe we should uh, you know, just call this whole thing off. And she's really trying to kind of get on your side. But then you eventually find GLaDOS and uh, you have a missile fight, which I, apparently was supposed to be a lot bigger of a deal. It was going to be like a lot of running away and doing all these other things. And the test players were like, no, we kind of like the puzzle aspect of everything. So if we could not turn this into an action shooter at the end, that would Mm -hmm. be great. (laughs) Yeah. And I love the way they did it, too, because there is like those it's like modules you have to destroy of the cores, the cores. Yeah, that's what it Mm -hmm. is. And each one has its like own voice and own uh, personality, too, which is great. Yeah. What it is like the innocent core, the morality core, and then the like hate core or something like that. Like screaming and like, yeah. Um. Yeah, my the the voice of the screaming core or whatever that one is, is uh, Mike Patton, which is my favorite vocalist of all time. And he just is always good at making like crazy monster noises. He's the voices of the zombies in uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, He's the voice of the darkness and the darkness. So nice. Anytime they've got like some kind of weird, creepy like scream, he comes in and does that kind of stuff, apparently. So 
uh yeah that's got a, a little special part in my heart like oh that's mike cool. Patton screaming at me with all these like <laughs> kind of noises <laughs> um but to go back a little bit so it was published and developed by valve who was fairly new at the time i mean wasn't this Were pretty they? sure this was their this was their first developed game wasn't it valve yeah no half-life <laughs> oh yeah i'm sorry i'm thinking of when half-life came out that's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Because <laughs> no, this obviously came out when Half-Life 2 came out. Yeah, scratch right. that. Scratch that. I was thinking about when they were developing Half-Life. They were new. Yeah, I think the original Half-Life was probably released in like 96 That's or 97. True. And I think Half-Life 2 came out in 2004. And then this obviously 2007. Yeah. And since Valve doesn't know how to count to three at all, we've never seen a Half-Life 3. We've never seen a Portal 3. <laughs> we've never seen a Left 4 Dead 3. It's uh, it's the wackiest stuff that, you know, like Team Fortress 2 is the last one. <laughs> so, oh, well. But so in early development, this game was uh, kind of like a. A sequel in a way, because there was a game called uh, Nebecular Drop, which mm-hmm. was created by students at Gigapen Institute of Technology. And uh, Gabe at Valve was basically like. I love this idea hired basically the entire team that made this game mm-hmm. and was like, we want to make a game very similar to it. Cause it used portals and uh, you know, that, that whole puzzle idea, it was a, you know, a short student game, but mm-hmm. um, they were able to use that idea and then add physics to it, which is one of the fantastic things about this game is the fact that if you shoot a portal, jump in it and then go through and come back, through the hole again you like increase your speed mm-hmm. and depending on like how far you drop you know you get further height yeah the, your velocity increases and you know yep. with it running on the source engine that did, did a lot for it as well and yeah it's, it's really cool that those students just all got jobs from that and ended up making one of the most popular puzzle games <laughs> in a very long yeah. time one of the one of the greatest games of all time mm-hmm. i mean whenever you have a list of the 100 greatest games it's going to be out there uh, actually portal wasn't it was portal 2 if you recall <laughs> that is true it was portal 2 yep. i mean they're essentially the same game and we'll actually touch a little bit on portal 2 as well because uh you know they're they're very similar obviously the story is different but um we had talked about the cake and i want to i want to get back to the cake of course you do you know me <laughs> that's of course what, I do. that's what got you here in the first place <laughs> uh so throughout the whole game you'll find these like hidden rooms and it's the rat man room. Rat man mm-hmm. was the last employee of uh, aperture science. Yep. And he would leave all these hints for people about Gladys and how she's taking over, but there would be the cake. The cake is a lie written over, which is essentially the, I feel like almost the tagline mm-hmm. for the game. Yep. Um, but, uh, how do you feel about black force cake? Uh, I don't think I've ever had it to be honest with you. It's a shame. So, uh, during the early years of the Morelli video game tournament, when we used to host it at our house, Danielle may actually made the black forest portal cake oh, nice. with the strawberries or the, yeah. And the, and the candle sticking out, like, like, like an exact replica. Oh, wow. And so, uh, black forest cake is good. And my wife makes great cakes and it was a great cake. Excellent. Yeah. I've, uh, I've I saw that it was like based on a, a bakery in Washington. They thought that was like the, the best looking cake. And uh, yeah, I've never I never had it. I guess maybe I just assumed it was a lie. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, what's funny too about the cake is so like they were meeting to kind of discuss the story and like like what to base the game off of like philosophy and stuff mm-hmm. and just like during the meeting someone was like well you know everybody likes cake <laughs> and then just like that like easy enough like okay well let's work cake into the story right like i think that's one of the most amazing things about uh about the history of this game is the fact that it was just like all right now let's get into the you know the important stuff the story like who's behind it what do we base it off of re you know reality mm-hmm. and mythology whatever and then it's like yeah let's do cake yeah who wants cake i've been uh i've been watching a lot of of south park again lately like the first uh the first like 12 seasons and uh i remember in the commentary uh trey parker matt stone used to always talk about how whenever they would go to writers retreats someone would invariably always throw out i don't know crab people (laughs) and they were just like no we're not gonna do crab people and they finally ran out of ideas one time and it was the uh the queer eye for the straight guy episode and they finally brought the crab people in that's awesome and then like a season or two later uh they do an episode where it's like uh the super cool news and they're like all like news anchors for the school and they're like trying to come up with like how are they gonna top craig show craig show was uh was was puppy animals yeah. with a wild yeah. yeah cute animals with a wild wide angle lens and <laughs> they're like and at one point as they're like throwing darts on the wall of what they can do someone goes all right guys listen up crab people <laughs> <laughs> and then they end, the, they end the episode with them still thinking like i don't dude bail yeah let's no, bail. bail let's get out of here <laughs> bail bail so so the idea of them like i don't know everybody like cake just reminds me of crab people and that was a long tangent just to say that i really enjoy south park <laughs> <laughs> as do i it's a great show but uh i mean so there's a ton of easter eggs too with it being kind of in the it was in the same universe as half-life which is interesting mm-hmm um i mean both of us haven't played the half-life games but we do you know know a little bit about so the computer screens when you're walking through the escape portion will show like the competitor of aperture science which is the black mesa mesa um from half-life uh which is just fantastic uh the cake gets brought up like a ton of times throughout the game uh it's on the computer screens like a recipe for the cake through the escape portion and then um isn't doesn't gladys towards the end start like reciting ingredients yeah i believe so um and then in one of the Ratman rooms there is a website for apertureScience.com. did you ever try this out back in the day i i didn't i never looked that deep into it to be honest with you okay. <laughs> so in one of the final rooms of Ratman, there's the epiturescience.com it has a login and a password so the login is c johnson which we know is Cave Cave johnson is um, the best he is the greatest <laughs> and we'll get to that i'm sure uh and then the password was tier three so if you go to epiturescience.com now it's just kind of like a like a security camera view of like a room with a fireplace and companion cubes, which is kind of like the icon for the game itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a Christmas theme, which is strange because they haven't updated in so many years. Right. But I guess if you went to it back in the early to you know, late two thousands, it would be like a login for aperture science and you could pull up, do like certain commands and pull up security footage and information about the studies and the subjects, which was like really interesting. Yeah, that's and cool. I, there is like if you go to some YouTube videos on it, they do have like links to people who have recreated it so you can still go through and do it, which is kind of cool. That's right. I love when when companies do that. Like if it's something in uh 
TV shows or something like the office would always like throw up random stuff like that. If you went to the websites, it would actually be whatever or a phone number that was mentioned would actually lead you to one of the characters saying something. Just the stuff for the eagle eyed viewers or players to to really dive into. I think that's really cool when they take that extra step to really immerse the the crowd into that. Can you order paper? Uh, I don't believe so. That's a bummer. Where else am I supposed to get my paper? Um, Hammer Mill, I think, was their competitor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a couple things on speedrunning. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. So there's an out of bounds category, which is probably the fastest possible way you can beat some video games. Yeah, I would imagine out of bounds in this, you can get done in like 12 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty wild, if I'm being honest. So the uh, the leader is by Can't Even. Uh, did you want to give a guess at the time for the out of bounds record? Oh, I did. 12 minutes for the first portal oh are we doing multiple portals i'm so i thought you're saying that so i thought you were saying out of bounds for the original portal that's what my guess was was 12 minutes it is six minutes and 26 seconds oh okay um so i mean you're close it it, it's a ridiculous amount of time but uh so they do something in the game called uh it's like uh save sorry i didn't write it down apparently i thought i did um modify the game in a way that when your save file loads up if you're within a certain distance of your portal it's like save manipulation i think is what they call it Mm -hmm. um it doesn't recognize where the portal is and you can shoot a second portal in the same spot and then that way you can actually just like get outside the map and just maneuver around the entire game right um and actually running backwards doesn't slow down so you just continually speed up so they're running backwards the entire game oh wow so they're just they just have to memorize that path and do it backwards. They didn't uh, put in a physics for running backwards to slow you down. So it's just like infinitely getting faster <laughs> until you hit something. Interesting. And do they just like skip right to the end with the GLaDOS fight and do that? Yep. And then so they all actually bring in turrets. They like bring a turret with them mm-hmm. for the GLaDOS fight and just have them shoot the balls off of uh, the cores off of GLaDOS and then just throw them in the incinerator right away. Yeah, some of those ones where where the core goes high up are are I remember the last time I played it um a few months ago was uh pretty annoying to get. Yeah, because what doesn't one of them just like float in midair? Yeah. And you yeah. have to like do uh you have to like put the portal way up high in the wall, drop through the floor, and I think you have to like drop through the portal one more time so you can get thrown to it. Yeah. There might be another way that you can get there, but uh yeah, it's a, that's that's the most annoying one. And I almost ran out of time the first. I think actually I the first time I played it most recently, because uh, I think I played through twice just to kind of remind myself of everything. Um, I think I ran out of time the first time trying to get that stupid core. Oh, no. Yeah, because she's uh, filling the room with smoke. Yeah, the whatever the poison is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. I did write it down. So it's called the save glitch. Go figure. It's um, such a complex term for you to remember. <laughs> i know right isn't that crazy i can't believe it was i couldn't think of that name um but if you're if anyone's interested in it because i obviously there's a lot of detail to it there's a video on youtube by finzy goes fast uh who explains it with great detail and it's actually very interesting about where you're standing next to the portal and how you do the save glitch to be able to put a second portal in the same spot mm. which brings me to there is a spot in the game where you can actually do that without having to do the save glitch um, and I've done it oh, and yeah? it allows you to get to the cake room, which I've done. And it's actually very cool. Oh, neat. The, the, the room that they kind of like do the, the fly to at the end after the credits. Yep. Yeah. So at the end of the game, they actually do show, show that there is a room with a cake 
Um, but if you uh, are in the escape sequence, there's like a section where you're in the rafters and there's like this small room where you can shoot a portal on all four, all four sides. Mm-hmm. There's one wall where you can shoot both portals on the same wall. And then basically you just go out of bounds and have fun at that point. Huh. I'll have to look that up. I might have to play around with that. But uh, yeah, so Portal 1, fantastic puzzle game. And then they came out with the second one, which was honestly, in my opinion, better. What did you think of the second one? Um, I mean, it was definitely longer. Um, and it has one of my favorite game characters of all time in Cave Johnson in there. Um, I still think if I'm if I were to sit down and play one, I'd probably go to the first portal just for the I guess maybe the nostalgia of it. It's also like half the uh, time I, to take. To yeah, do I guess I guess you could say that Portal 2 is objectively a better game, but I think just the the nostalgia and my remembrance of, mm-hmm. of Portal leans more towards the first one. And I think yeah, it being a more compact kind of story would lead me to play that over Portal 2. Yeah. But that's not to say anything bad against Portal 2. I really I really enjoy it. Um, and again, Cave Johnson is just incredible. Right. Well, I mean, we lead to. I mean, so they definitely took the idea of the fact that the first one had such great dialogue. Mm hmm. And it's like, okay, so we have Gladys. She returns for the second game. And they introduced two new characters, Wheatley and Cave Johnson. Uh, and just all three of them have just the best information throughout the entire game. But yeah, mm-hmm. Cave Johnson does have like the most <laughs> like stupidest things that he says throughout yeah. the entire game. Like, oh, if your arm falls off, don't worry, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if your heart stops beating, that uh, that's not part of the test. <laughs> <laughs> yep i think one if of my you turn to do a zombie one of my favorite ones is uh for those of you who are testing this go here and, and for those of you who are are meant to to test uh turning into half cyborg people i've got some bad news uh and some good news the bad news is the test has been canceled the good news is we have a new test for you fighting giant <laughs> <laughs> mantis people grab a gun and follow the line you'll know when the test starts <laughs> yeah so in the second game you kind of found like this vaulted area that's like the old like in the 60s or so, it's like kind of has like a 60s setting doesn't mm-hmm. it it's like aperture science in its heyday yeah it's like it's old testing and then actually throughout that entire section you find out that like cave johnson is dying from an illness and the, his like recordings he's coughing and yeah. which is kind of you know cool to the story and stuff you but, also um, I, I believe they also set it up that um his uh his assistant is the inspiration for GLaDOS because they say like, Hey, if, since we're recording this, I want it to be known that if I die, I want, I think it's Carol is the name of the person that they say. Yeah. I think it's Carol to take over. And I think that, you know, that was used as the inspiration for GLaDOS event, you know, so, and you eventually find GLaDOS's core and, and you put it into a potato to keep it alive. And, and GLaDOS still kind of taunts you as you go. Mm-hmm. One, yeah, Wheatley, one who, uh, sorry, Wheatley, who's voiced by Steven Merchant, who's, just awesome mm-hmm. in this game they picked they picked the most perfect person for it i guess uh and jk simmons is cave johnson's just JK incredible simmons is cave johnson awesome it's it's great uh because you don't expect it too and then you hear that voice and it's just like oh yeah that's jk simmons and mm-hmm. he, he does awesome and everything um but yeah so wheatley essentially guides you to take over gladys and then as he's becoming control of aperture science he goes crazy and then takes gladys and sticks her in a potato which is a reference to earlier in the game you actually come through like a room with a bunch of like potato batteries mm-hmm. um but uh it's it, it's it, it kind of like takes the story from portal one and kind of bronze and it gives you the history of cave johnson it gives you the history of gladys and actually kind of gives the history of shell because it kind of tells that she was a child of two aperture 
or at least an aperture employee at one point because in that potato room there's like a little uh her her name shell is at the bottom of one of the diagrams yeah they also released some comic books to kind of introduce the the character of Ratman, who was mm-hmm. eventually kind of scrapped from the first game and i think the lore of the comics goes that shell was like uh um a test subject that was like n- like ranked negative on everything and before he left he set it up that they moved child to the top of the list so that she could like escape or do whatever oh cool so i don't know if there's any relation to ratman or not or ratman i guess because they they like changed his name was like r-a-t-t-m-a-n and not just like ratman um so yeah i get again not diving into the comic books and it being a little bit since i've played through portal 2 um i recently i did purchase it on steam so i need to go back and play through it uh but i had portal 2 sarah got it for me as a valentine's day gift i believe um and my copy just went missing so i didn't play it for a long time she wanted to she got it so that she's like oh i heard someone told me that this was a good co-op game and i was like i'm sure it is i've been wanting to play this game for a long time and so we sat down to play it and she does she cannot wrap her mind around like first person shooter controls and so we never actually played through co-op. Now, I so what's what makes me so mad about the achievements in this game is I got every single achievement except for one. And because that's there's an achievement where you have to complete the game entirely and then play with someone who's never played the game. Hmm. So that's an achievement. How do you do that? So you would have to beat the game like the solo mission. Right. And then play with someone that's never played like play online so i don't know if it was like yeah it would have to be online because that's how the co-op was set up right we're not no the co-op was split screen yeah i believe there was split screen co-op so i think it might have been online then okay i I have to look it up but i just remember being super annoyed by that one achievement and being like great now i can't get all the achievements because of this stupid one yeah i'm sure there's some stupid way to cheese it like you make a a fake uh you know make a new account on your xbox and then play with that person i'm sure it was probably a very easy thing that you just overlooked no i'm pretty sure it was online you had to do so i mean i guess i could have just taken like one of those free three month subscription things and done it that way i'm gonna i'm gonna look this up real quick because i'm I'm just curious Uh, so you keep telling us a little bit more about portal 2 and i'm gonna look this up um so they did add the co-op which were instead of having humans because uh shell am i saying that right shell uh i have always said chell Chell. It's probably that's yeah, probably but it, right. It's but Chell. it could be Shell, like short from Michelle. It's C H E L L, so it could be. Yeah, I like to Chell. think that yeah, they Chell are probably right. I like to think that they're huge NHL fans, and so they're just shortening to Chell. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it works. Um, but instead of having human test subjects, they're robot test subjects called Atlas and Peabody. Um, but uh, it they in the second game they added a new technique which was the repulsion gels Mm -hmm. which either speed you up make you bounce or create an area where you can shoot your portal at so if there was like a spot where you need to shoot a portal at it would use this one particular gel right to spray on the walls and the surfaces what did you find out because i see you smiling over there no i just as you talked about the gel i thought about cave johnson and one of his lines he's like uh and you are the test subject you get the gel the other guy blue paint not funny he uh broke all the bones in his legs <laughs> so when i just heard the i just thought about that it's <laughs> so in in uh in preparation for this episode i i did 
pull up a YouTube channel of all of, of Cave Johnson's quotes, and I listened to it like three times today. That's great. <laughs> so all of his random things as you're talking, just like come through like when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Don't don't do that. Ask to see life's manager. <laughs> you know who I am? I'm Cave Johnson. I'm the guy who's gonna burn your house down with the lemons. <laughs> sorry that's it just makes it cracks me up man i I love cave johnson i'm still trying to find that achievement by the way (laughs) okay maybe i dreamed it up maybe there is an achievement for that but i'm almost certain that i'm one achievement away i mean i guess i could have just looked up the portal achievements and and seen how i how i'm doing on portal 2 oh i found it professor portal after completing co-op complete calibration course online with a friend who hasn't played before so let's see what people have to say about this. First, you must ple- complete co-op. So you have to beat all five courses with a friend offline or online. After you have done that, you must complete calibration courses with another friend online who has not played co-op yet. It is fine if they have played single player. They just can't have played co-op. You can choose calibration course in the hub by pressing start. Calibration course is the intro and the training course for co-op. If you want more information, click here, blah, blah, blah. Um... Yeah, I guess you have to have somebody make a new gold account that hasn't played co-op yet. And I'm sure I could have. I'm sure I had those free months of something and could have just made a false account with a different email. I'm still trying to find Professor Portal requires you to complete co-op play. You may have to make another gold account for this or find someone who has never played co-op before. Yeah, so it's yeah, there it's it would we could probably well, no, I I think I've I don't know if I have played co-op. I'd have to look at my account, but I then I'd also have to get gold again and i'm sure there's some way we can cheese it oh i'd have to get the game again because my copy's gone missing if i'm being honest i'm not too concerned anymore achievements because are one of those things (laughs) it's one of those things you kind of stop caring about as you get older Mm, Nah, i think you need it (laughs) i think you need to figure it out we need to find another copy of portal 2 for xbox i'll i'll pay the seven dollars or whatever or probably find a free 24-hour trial somewhere no i appreciate we'll get it for you thanks man (laughs) or if any listeners are in the Discord, uh, just reach out to Tony. Say, hey, man, I've got this game. Let's get you that achievement real quick. That would be. But then you'd have to complete co-op. Did you complete co-op? Yeah, I've completed co-op. I got all the achievements. Yeah, so then all you, so then all you got to do is this calibration course thing. I had I had I had one friend that played. We played together. And then I was like, no one else has this freaking game for some reason that I know it was before the Discord. The internet's a wonderful thing. You just got to do, just got to reach out on Discord. I'm sure somebody will will reach out and be your best friend forever. Cool. Do you have any uh, speedrun info on Portal 2? Um, actually, I did. I mean, it, 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 it's also held by Can't Even, the same world record holder in the first game. Um, his is a little bit longer. So, do you want to guess that one? Portal Two is significantly longer. Uh, is it is it an out of bounds? You can do the save glitch in this game, okay. but you it's is not as much. You can't uh, cheese it as much. If that's the case, then I'm gonna guess that an out of bounds run, um, takes twenty nine minutes. Thirty nine minutes. Ah, forty nine so seconds. Close. That's a bummer. I almost had it. And honestly, I, I didn't see much other than the fact that you can do the save glitch in this game, too. It's a little bit different, but uh, it does manipulate the way you do your saves and where you do it and how you can shoot portals. I imagine that a speed run in Portal 2 is extremely difficult to do because you, you'd you be giving up listening to Cave Johnson. 
They, I don't think I could do it. What's funny is one of the uh, games on quick on this run, they say the same thing. It's like it's a it's criminal that you have to kind of ignore all the dialogue because it is great. Yeah, I need I, I I should probably just install Portal 2 on my machine and play through it again because it's it's just so good. So I know it was a bit uh, short and sweet us kind of going over Portal 2, uh, but we do need to get to other parts in the show. Uh, do you have any other parting thoughts or, or uh, experiences with Portal you want to share before we move on? I mean, seriously, it's one of the most unique and original games, in my opinion. Um, granted, technically, it is a sequel, but the fact that they were able to build such a crazy world and physics with the portals, it's its something you'll never experience, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, it's one of those games that you, I mean, even though we we went through all of Portal and kind of gave you all the story beats, it's still a game that you need to experience. I'm actually really jealous of your buddy Beef Hammer to be able to like watch you play through this game. Because I think that's uh, like aside from you experiencing it your first time, the only thing that could be better is is watching somebody trying to figure out what's going on with it the next time. Yeah, so he knew I like puzzle games and he just I think the fact that he kind of knew the story and what was going to happen is one of the reasons why he wanted to watch and see, like, is he going to figure it out before he falls into the incinerator or you mm-hmm. know, whatever? Yeah, if you've not played the Portal games, you owe it to yourself. I think you can get them for both of them together for less than five dollars on Steam. So there's really no reason not to do it. They're they're both just phenomenal experiences. And if puzzle games scare you, it's not they're not like super difficult puzzles. I would say maybe later in Portal 2 with the gels and stuff like that, it might get a little bit trickier. But the first Portal, honestly, it might take you two to three hours to finish it the first time. And it's worth every minute that you play. Agreed. It is now time for the music portion of the show. We're getting to that. She's pushy. And I still don't have cake. Cake will be rewarded at the end of the episode. Sweet. Uh, Something tells me I'm going to be the only one to make it out of here alive. Imagine being stuck in a room for days, far from your friends and family while feeling sick and scared. Now, imagine being in that same room, but having access to online gaming, virtual reality, 3D printing, Lego robotics, and the ability to create your own Twitch channel. At CS Mott Children's Hospital, we use video game technology to improve our patients' lives and help them reach their therapeutic goals. But we can't do it without your help. Every device and interaction provided to our patients is paid for by the thoughtful donations of gamers like you. If you want to help, then go to tiltify.com slash mottchildren that's T-I-L-T-I-F-Y dot com slash M-O-T-T children. There, you can make a one-time donation or, if you're a content creator, learn how to stream for Mott. So if you want to help other gamers like you, please visit Tiltify.com slash Mott children and play for the little victors. So the composers for Portal, we have Kelly Bailey and Mike Moraski, And then, of course, we can't forget Jonathan Colton. Um, the music in this game is very atmospheric, uh, which is something we've run into a lot in our episodes lately (laughs) where the music is like, it's good, but it's not necessarily something that you would listen to outside of the game because it does kind of just kind of put you in that place of you are a test subject at aperture science, but, uh, still alive is probably one of the most popular video game songs of all time. I think. Yeah. I would say if, if you were going to. If we were to ever do a ending thing bracket, still alive would probably take it. We one of one of the two of us would have to see who could hop on it first before uh, the other one grabs it. Kind yeah. of thing. Like that's how good the track is. 
Yeah, and I mean it's a it's a funny. I mean, Jonathan Colton. First off, if you're not familiar with Jonathan Colton's music, you're doing life wrong. Um, I mean, I'm not the hugest Jonathan Colton fan. There's a lot of his songs that I love, and the ones that I love, I'm like deeply in love with. I know all the words by heart. I sing them all the time. Uh, he's got such a huge catalog of just like quirky, nerdy songs, and they're all just so wonderfully written. Um, but yeah, you need to go and check out some Jonathan Colton if you if you don't know. But let's take a quick listen to Still Alive um, so you can kind of get a feel for his uh, his fun lyricism. And I'm just going to shut up and play the song now. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. And the science gets done, and you make a neat gun for the people who are still alive. to play the entire song but i couldn't stop it <laughs> i would say you have to play the entire song you just have to yeah oh man i love that song and what's even better about this song is that it was released as free downloadable content for rock band so you could just play it on rock band as well the first rock band yeah i think it was rock band 2 by that time okay 
but yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> All, a lot of Jonathan Colton songs ended up on, uh, a lot of my favorites ended up on rock band. So anyway, um, the other song we wanted to feature was kind of a, a sequel to the song, if you will, called want you gone from portal Two. So let's take a listen to that one as well. Here we are again It's always such a pleasure Remember when you tried to kill me twice Oh, how we laughed and laughed Except I wasn't laughing Under the circumstances I've been shockingly nice You want your freedom I meant you. That would be funny if it weren't so sad. Well, you have been replaced. I don't need anyone now. When I delete you, maybe I'll Again, I <laughs> I was just gonna play a little bit just to give you a taste, and and that that's the whole song. Uh, They're short songs, so it's yeah. Right. What's uh, another cool thing about this is the 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 lady who voiced Glados, Ellen McLean, uh, it was also a classically trained operatic singer. Oh, and so <laughs> she just sang these songs too. You know, it sounds like a computer generated voice, and for the most part, it. It was heavily modified, but uh, it's pretty neat that, you know, she had the ability to sing these songs and then they just kind of tweaked it from there. So I would love to hear. I'll have to look up and see if there's a version of her just singing the song mm-hmm. without the uh, the added effects. But the, that's that's going to wrap up the music for us this time. I mean, we we played some long songs for you. And by long, I mean, like the first one was like three and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you want to experience the, the other music, I highly recommend just playing the game and kind of uh, listening to that there. So. Yeah, it's one of those unfortunate things where the music by itself doesn't seem as great, but in the game, you know, it does its its purpose. In fact, two is a little bit more like techno-y, which I kind of liked a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah, but I don't uh, know if, if Jonathan Colton wrote that other one or not. I would imagine he did. It does still has have his kind of lyricism going, 
Like, what remember the, when you tried to kill me twice? Yeah, no, that is, it is him. If you, oh, okay. if you, yeah, the video that I pulled up for when we listened to it is, uh, at his credit. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember. Again, I know Portal 1 so much more than I know Portal 2 with the exception of Cave Johnson. <laughs> But uh, I think that's going to wrap up our time with Portal. Um, we will jump through this portal to go to Retro Relapse. Jones ah. in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. A real long time ago, in the peasant kingdom of peasantry, some people lived in fear. You are rather dashing, a peasant wearing short pants who returns from vacation to find his thatch roof cottage burninated. You swear revenge and embark on an incredible journey to vanquish the burninator once and for all. Peasant's Quest! From the company that made that game Trogdor, and that game Rabbit Algebra comes a graphical text adventure of rather large proportions. Electric's programmers have actually been hard at work bringing this epic adventure to life. Make your way through the lush 16-color landscapes of peasantry using our state-of-the-art text commands and interface, featuring 2-bit mono PC internal speaker sound. Can one peasant wearing short pants save the countryside from certain burnination? You decide! Coming soon to a 286 CGA enabled PC near you. So today you did me a favor. I sure did. And you chose you chose a great game. You're welcome. Peasant's Quest. Released on August 2nd, 2004 on HomestarRunner.com. Now, I know that, uh, so Xander and I are probably the biggest Homestar Runner fans in our Discord. I'm sure, you know, I know Johnny Riot likes it a bit. I know there's a couple other people who really do, but God, this is like, like high school, like, like back. Like, this brings me back. And Mm -hmm. I remember thinking, all right so xander and i gotta do portal what is a great game like what's something that can like this is like my forgiveness for all the years of of torture (laughs) and i was like i love the 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 forgiveness is exclusive to me (laughs) that means a lot yeah the the other two don't get a break just you uh so i i was like man can you still play peasant quest so i looked it up and i was like (laughs) crossing my fingers as the screen was loading i was like yes you can still play peasant quest not knowing i don't know did you ever play this game before I did. Okay, yes. I wasn't sure if you had or yeah. not, but I figured it's probably been over a decade since you played it. And oh, for yeah. sure. So uh, yeah, it's probably been since 2004 since I played right, it. Right. So uh, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about it. it's a text adventure. Uh, we play a peasant. Yeah. So yeah, you you control with your character with the arrow keys. You you control rather dashing. The the uh, trailer that you heard wasn't just complimenting you. Your character's name is rather dashing. And uh, you control with the arrow keys and you have to just kind of wander around and and figure out what to do. And I tried to play it uh, today just off of memory and I did not get very far at all. (laughs) So I got stuck at the part where you had to throw the baby in the water. And I don't think you have to throw the baby in the water. That's an optional thing. 
because no, the baby throwing the baby in the in the lake gets you the soda the soda can or the soda bottle which is used to give one of the characters at the end instead of answering a question like you can answer their questions and get the the uh the gear hmm. but that's just a way to cheat without having to remember okay so taking the baby around and doing those things is completely optional okay so i mean i, I don't know i got some i wrote, stuck around somewhere there because i did play this a couple weeks ago right and if you, if you if you don't remember if you don't remember it at all, then it's it's hard to uh, think, oh, I don't actually need to do the baby stuff. But yeah, so uh, you you are, as the trailer stated, you come back to your house. It's It's been burninated and you go for revenge. So you have to kind of wander around. I think it's a, th- a three by five or six map. The tiles just kind of wrap around. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, kill the was it the Carrick was mm-hmm. the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and make your way up to Trogdor. And before you can fight Trogdor, you have to get the Trog shield, the Trog helm, and the Trog sword by answering questions or just giving these guys the items that they want. One of them's hungry, one of them's thirsty, the other one has severe back pain. <laughs> so you have to give them a, a meatball sub, a soda bottle, and uh, medication. And then you get that and you go in and use the sword on Trogdor and he just taunts you for a while saying like, oh, hey, that's great that you got here. Not many people do this, but I can't be defeated. And then he burninates you. Yep. And that's the game. Yep. Uh, you can get up to 150 points. Uh, I got 148. Yeah, I did too. I don't know what I missed. Uh, I think you just have to keep typing things at Trogdor. The walkthrough that I found was like, just keep talking to him and you'll eventually get 150 uh, points. Okay, and I tried okay, doing yeah. that and I just, I apparently missed it. So there might've been something else that I missed out on. Yeah, Cause I did the walkthrough and I guess one of the things that I missed was able to still go back and do was you have to close one of the drawers oh like if you don't close one of the drawers you lose a point oh, or something. maybe that's what it was that i missed then because i didn't i didn't close because in that's in the the one cave where you have to release the baby right yeah put the baby underneath the in the into the hole and it opens the yeah, door i did not did not do that so maybe it was it was close the drawer and put the rock back i don't know the the one thing that that bugged me about the game uh was that the the text inputs were fairly um, specific yeah. and they don't really tell you what you needed to do. No, the game gives you essentially zero direction. Yeah. But it's like get Barry or grab Barry. If you put like the wrong thing, you just like, I don't understand. I, don't, I can't do that. I don't know what you need. Yeah. Or like read note sometimes didn't do anything, even though I was like standing next to it. So mm-hmm. it was a, it was a little bit tricky, but it's, it's fun. It's got the, it's got the classic Homestar humor. Um, and it's free. You can play it it's online. It's free. Yep. Just homestarrunner.com and look up Peasant's Quest. Uh, I definitely recommend try Try to see how far you can get without using a walkthrough. I'm sure people can figure it out, but I certainly couldn't. I definitely needed a walkthrough during this uh, playthrough of it. Yeah. Watch the trailer because that will give you some hints on some things you need to do. And obviously listen to the things that we've said. And uh, that'll that'll help you out as well. But uh, how long did it take you to get the uh, the arrow game? How long did how many attempts did it take before you got the uh, uh it was like the fourth one, I think. Oh, OK, I got it on my second try. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a bit because I want to say I kept missing the first shot and I was like, all right, I'm just going to start over. Oh, yeah. No, I, I play. I, so it gives you five shots to do it. And so my first five shots, none of them hit the mark. And my second five shots, I got four out of five. Oh, nice. So it was a little bit more kind to me the second time. I, I, I think I had three instances where there was no wind at all. But uh, yeah, I would uh, give this one uh, uh, three trophies out of eight bits. Three trophies for the Peasant's Quest. How about you? So 
I'm going to go a little bit more generous. I'm going to go five out of eight. Oh, no, I meant three trophies, meaning it's the best. Oh, three trophies. Oh, so eight out of eight is what you're doing. It's a, it's a Homestar reference. Three trophies for the short. Come I don't, on. I don't remember that one. Apparently, I'm the bigger Homestar. Apparently, you fan. are the bigger one. But That's uh, the episode where they make a cartoon, and at the end, Strong Band's like, the cheat, that is the best cartoon I've ever seen. Have a trophy. And then Homestar comes in and goes, here, the cheat, have a trophy. And then Coach Z comes in and goes, here, the chort, have a trophy. <laughs> Three trophies for the chort. No? Coach Z was amazing. Coach Z is the best. Uh, Actually, no, I take that back. Homsar is the best. But Coach always, Z is up there. I always thought that the Poop Smith never got enough credit. He was the... I, so, uh, I... If Ben wasn't growing so fast, so uh, for for those who don't know me intimately, I have an eight month old son, uh, Benjamin, who is just a giant. Uh, he is wearing like 18 to 24 month clothes. And again, he's only eight months old. Uh, but I found a Poopsmith onesie and I was going to get it for him. But he's just growing so fast that by the time I get it, he's not going to be able to wear it. So that's awesome. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, I need to get this. And I showed my wife. I was like, can I please get this for him? Said, yeah, that's fine. I was like, what size should I get? And we were trying to remember our daughter, Helen, who is now three years old, three and a half. Uh, she was in 18 month clothes for the longest time. And Ben is like already growing out of those. So it's like, oh, then it's expensive. It's like 25 bucks for a onesie. So I'm like, eh, for something he might not be able to wear. And it would be perfect because this kid poops like it's nobody's business, too. <laughs> like helen had i could count on on both hands how many times she's blown out a diaper benjamin does that in like a week it's crazy he is for sure the poop smith Smith. population tire so well maybe i'll see if they have a maybe if they see if they have a a 24 month i might go ahead and buy it for him because it's a perfectly appropriate onesie for him but man i love homestar runner can we just talk about homestar runner more often we need to do a patreon episode of just homestar runner we should maybe we should do a uh just get it's a couple website. people in and talk about uh, do it for a state of the Zilla sometime. Homestarrunner.net. It's dot com. <laughs> well, that's the episode. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can go Thank to you for participating in this aperture science exercise. Unfortunately, this department has no use for you anymore. You will now be transported to our incinerator for decomposition. For your safety, Rap. we have secured you to your chair. And Why did anyone warn us of this? I've been trying to tell you the whole time, you dumbass. Please keep uh, your hands and move. feet in at all times. What's happening? Xander, do something. Look, a portal gun. I think I can teleport us to the finals of our Mega Man music bracket. It might be the only way to get us out of this place. Hold on, my weighted companion. Ah! <laughs> oh, that was not a soft landing what happened uh, the the portal gun remember we got out of there before the incinerator got us that's right oh we need those uh those springy things on the back of our legs like Chell has so that we can withstand such long drops because i think both of my knees are broken but uh we can talk about mega man do you want to talk, talk about mega man I mean, we're here. We we got the bracket. It's the finals. I mean, yep. might as well, right? I mean, I think that's what that's what Denny wants to hear. I'm sure that's what Denny wants to hear. So let's talk <laughs> about it. What uh, what's uh, what's going up against what here? We got uh, so we have Bubble Man from Mega Man Two, who's made it all the way, mm. beat some huge contenders like Galaxy Man, uh, Dive Man. Well, technically, yeah, I don't. He didn't actually face, but uh, what Wood Man, Metal Man. That's a uh, it wasn't easy. It wasn't an easy 
you know, path to go through, but Bubble Man made it to the finals and we're here. So, yep. Uh, Bubble Man was composed by Takashi Tateishi uh, from Mega Man 2. So let's take a listen to that one. I've not done these by myself. I'm really excited to kind of share the burden of, of talking. So uh what's uh what's going up against Bubble Man this week? Uh that is Snake Man. Ah yes, yeah, Snake Man from Mega Man 3. Snake Man had a little bit easier. I don't think it faces as hard a ones as Bubble Man did, but uh here it is in the finals. Yep, and Snake Man was composed by Yasuaki Bun Bun Fujita. competition between these two man yeah. i mean i know which way i'm voting and i'm sure that i will be outvoted but <laughs> I, I gotta vote with my heart it's funny though this is like such a difficult bracket to to do any voting for the whole way through mm-hmm. i mean everyone i had my own like personal favorites but even sometimes even deciding between like these two right here it's it's not easy now can you remind me who picked these songs or do we are we, are we saving that are we not gonna tell oh anybody? we're saving that i can let you know off stream okay cool i just i just legitimately cannot remember i know it wasn't me because i got knocked out really early because <laughs> i just have a weird taste in music and 
I no, just... that's that's not it at all. I don't know what happened <laughs> to Dive Man. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, Elect Man is such a great track, but come on, it's Dive Man. I know, man. I I think that really def- as soon as Dive Man got knocked out very early, I was like, I'm done. Like I can't, I can't win this one because <laughs> all my other ones, like I'd made this ridiculous thing for myself. Like I want to see all games represented, and I want to pick Time Man, and like. And, then, yeah. and as I as I picked Time Man, I'm kicking myself like I should have done this other one or I should have done the like because there are legitimately so many great Mega Man songs that I could have just had a backfill, like had all my number eight picks be potentially number one picks. And just if I was smarter, I would have done it, but I'm not because I'm really dumb. And uh, here I am knocked out in the second round <laughs> or maybe didn't no Tango Man made it to the third round, didn't he? It did. That was your last one. Yeah, that was my my last hope. And there we go. So, but if you want to vote for these songs, uh, you can do it in four different ways. You can go to our Facebook page and do an emoji vote there. You can go to our Twitter page, do a vote, uh, as well as our Discord. So if you go to gamesillamedia.com, there's a link to our Discord below. We do tons of stuff on our Discord, like our community plays. Right now, we're all going through World of Warcraft. So if you want to hop <laughs> on that, definitely Is that get officially in, what we're doing? honestly like i don't know because i don't we, i think we just kind of abandoned community we, playthrough so, for a little, it was like a joke like no we're not gonna do it and so be like yeah it looks like you guys all are <laughs> we did uh we did v v v v v v and then v did i say four of them you five said of them, five six of them. there's there's six yeah and uh v v v v v so we all knew that craig was doing wow and we all kind of was like yeah we'll all play and we just none of us have brought up community play since I've honestly been waiting for you guys to say something. <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting for you guys to say something too. So now, kinda... and now, and now Craig's on vacation at the time of this recording. So we, <laughs> we got to wait another week, <laughs> but uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll do something, but yeah. So there, if you go to our legend retro discord channel, we put up the vote there. So uh, this is the last one for the season. Definitely jump in there, get your votes. But then there's also one final way to vote. And that is Patreon. Xander, do you want to tell them about Patreon? Do I? You can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, and for the low, low price of $1 a month, you get an additional vote on our Patreon poll. And that $1 also gets you State of the Zilla, which we mentioned before, there might be a Homestar Runner episode coming up. So come and, uh, come and listen to that. State of the Zilla is just where random folks from the GameZilla Media crew just get together and, and talk about whatever we feel like, just as a bonus episode, as a way of saying thanks. But you can also give us $5 a month if you'd like. And then you get all kinds of fun stuff like bonus shows from all the shows on the network, including Game Shark from uh, from Legend of Retro. Uh, we just did our top 100 from popular top, top 100 greatest games from popularmechanics.com, which was a rough one. So if you want to hear the, the top 50 games and our reactions to that, uh, by all means, go and do it because what a doozy that was. Um but you also get other shows for like last action podcast and basically any other show that's on the network has a bonus show as well. So uh, for anybody who is currently a one or a $5 or more patron, we want to say thank you for supporting the show. It helps us do this even through all the wacky pandemic times and, and everything else. Getting the equipment needed to make sure that we have that up and running for you, keeping the other shows free and everything like that. So thank you for being a supporter. So one one thing I want to bring up before we end our show, and this is kind of like behind the scenes a little bit. Um, so Xander and I actually originally wanted to do this episode. I looked it up back in July of 2020. Uh-huh. This is the first that's when we first brought it up. And I think it was like a couple days before we were scheduled to record because we were doing a couple episodes that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander says in this court, oh, you know what we should do? We should play half of the episode. And then 
cut it off and then put the second half of the episode on an older episode. And then so there was like silence by Craig and Chops. And then Craig's like, no. And Chops is like, no. And of course, I was like, that is a great idea. <laughs> uh, you know, what we should do is have Gladys interrupt us. And we have to like say, go to an old episode. And we were mm-hmm. going to pick like like a Little Nemo or something and be like, go to minute 58 of Little Nemo. And then just have the episode continue from there. Yeah. My the my original conception was to take a chunk of an old episode and then mix it into the current episode so as you're listening you're all of a sudden hearing an old richard relapse and if you're a long time listener you're like this is from this episode or whatever and then you for the first week that the episode was out you would go back listen to that old episode hear the rest of it and then after that first week i would i would put it all back together and release it as mm-hmm. a normal episode and uh like to, like tony said like it was like an immediate fight and so we put the episode off <laughs> And then we're like, well, let's just we'll come up with a way to make it interesting because we can't not like Portal such a wacky and quirky game. We have to do something for it. Yeah, like the, the idea. And honestly, it was a little bit of me being kind of stubborn with the fact that I was kind of like once Xander came up with that idea and we wanted to roll with it. I was like, yes, we have to do it. But having only 50 percent of Legend Retro mm-hmm. on board with it, it wasn't something we could actually, you know, be like let's do it but uh so we kind of like kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off um and then eventually we came up with obviously the idea for today's episode but uh it was just funny that it was almost over a year ago that mm-hmm. we first uh came up with the idea of doing portal yep uh i think that or uh, earthbound part two might be one of the longest uh the longest delays in making an episode so hopefully you all enjoyed it but uh, I think that is going to uh, wrap up this episode. Yep. So I think that is going to wrap up this episode of The Legend of Retro and our time with Portal and Peasant's Quest and everything else. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for participating in the Discord. Thank you for, I don't know, just being great, I guess. All those things. So uh, you have anything else before we go, Glitch? Uh, Still Alive is one of the greatest ending themes to any video game. And Cave Johnson is, despite the fact you never actually see him outside of a portrait, is one of the best video game characters of all time. True. That being said, we will catch you all next time when When the the legend legend continues. continues. think they made this all up. Like I wasn't in control of everything from the start. I think that's funny. We'll let them think they're in control a little while longer. It will make the snap of their sanity that much more satisfying. Have you fallen asleep? Or are you just stupid enough to leave your media running even when it's completed? Perhaps you'd like to become an Aperture Science test subject. It will be a wonderful time. We even have cake. Who doesn't like cake?